Hello and welcome to week three of the Chaotic Queens podcast. I'm Mahalia and with me is... Queen Avia. (laughs) (laughs) And we're so excited to be back. So we wanted to start by talking about chaotic things in our lives this week. Um, Avia, would you like to start? I mean, the most chaotic thing that happened um, this past week following last week, because it was midterms, was that I submitted a midterm essay literally three hours before it was due. I finished it, did not reread it or anything. (laughs) But who am I to say, like, I reread any of my other past papers. So (laughs) that's how it's going, but it's done. How about you, Mahalia? Well, we love that for you. Well done. (laughs) You did it. You handed it in. Um, it's in God's hands now. It's It's in God's hands now. Amen. It's above me. (laughs) This is a religious podcast. Um, (laughs) I had a grand old time doing my French presentation and I got an A. Woo. That was what I was scared about last week. Um, so I'm glad that that's over. I handed in my midterm essay. Who knows? I don't think it was like the worst, but it wasn't great. Um, because I was more worried about the French. But then this week, I have a debate in my Russian politics class on Monday um, that I'm scared about. And then that also comes with a 1,500-word paper that I haven't started. So we're just, um, that's what's chaotic in my life, trying to yeah. Russia. Um, yeah, so. Also, it's Halloween today. Oh, yeah, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> And it's almost election day when this is coming out. So yes. Oh times. my gosh. Yeah. Scary um, times. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Yes. Spooky and scary. Spooky season. <laughs> um, so our first topic, pop culture topic this week, is um related to Kim Kardashian and uh her antics. She uh posted some uh tone-deaf pictures of her and her friends uh, going on a vacation for her 40th birthday to a private island. Uh, no masks in sight during a <laughs> pandemic. Not so, a mask in sight. Just not vibes. a mask. <laughs> vibes. Um, so, Abita, what do we think? I mean, who's to say this is the first time Kim has posted something tone-deaf? Um, and the funniest part about it, honestly, is that everyone else started posting pictures with the same caption she used. Wait, let me pull up this caption that the most iconic caption of them all, because she posted, like you said, a series of photos, but one really stood out, which was after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal for just a brief moment in time. Oh, no. Literally, the ending is the icing on the cake. Where it's like, we could pretend things were normal for just a brief moment as in though, time. As though she's the only one who wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like, yeah, 230,000 people have died, but I'm so glad that Kim Kardashian got to go on vacation with her rich friends 
love that on a for private her. island a private island you which know. is like, kind of ridiculous because if you think about it like when they're on the private island they have to have workers there exactly to, like help them you know with their living and like the food you know they're not cooking their own food. i was just gonna say they can't cook <laughs> yeah well that's that's a good point i hadn't really thought about it but that's a really good point that's putting people in danger besides just each other i mean it's putting each other in danger too yeah okay yeah you tested negative but like there's again there's a time between when you were tested and when you get your results and yeah and literally everyone was commenting on that and they were all just like sis delete this (laughs) like she didn't have to post that whole thing on like twitter and instagram exactly that's the thing don't post it what did i don't understand what she thought was gonna happen that everyone's (laughs) gonna be like wow love like great pics oh like you know millions of people are are unemployed and and dying hundreds of thousands have died but I'm so glad that you, a wealthy, wealthy celebrity and your wealthy celebrity friends and family, got to go to a private island. So exciting. Because it's her 40th. I guess she wanted to do something big and she just couldn't be bothered to do it next year. Yeah, it's not like she, hadn't had, she hasn't had a big party for her birthday before. Every year. Every single year. Is it not year. every year? Yeah. She has a birthday every year. Well, that does happen. That's what happens. <laughs> but she has a big party every time. Well, yeah. Well, the thing with that is that even, like, Chloe started to defend her because she was like, I know it's frustrating for everyone right now, but Kim really wanted to do this for her 40th birthday, and it was a nice thing to do. We did it in the safest way possible. And it's just, like, The safest okay. way possible is not doing it. Yeah. You know? And also, <laughs> everybody has missed their birthday celebrations you missed your birthday yeah i'm gonna miss my birthday you're gonna miss your birthday everybody we're not even is having miss- a halloween yeah we're not having a halloween we're not having like a thanksgiving or a christmas this year none of the things are happening it's just again yeah. kim there are people that are dying iconic <laughs> there are people that are dying please <laughs> And oh my god, she it's still up too, by the yes. way. She didn't even bother to delete it after all the backlash. Not only is it still up, but she doubled down and she said, Now that I have your attention, go vote. Ah! Vote for her I husband. Cannot, yes, she has also been telling people to vote for her husband, which for all our non American listeners, that's a horrible idea. And our American listeners, too, in case anyone's considering it. It's bad, because we have a two-party system. Any vote for a third party is, a t- is taking away votes from one of the parties. Yeah. It's not a viable option. And it's so frustrating, because Trump supporters are not going to go to Kanye. He's a black man. Okay? Like, it is what it is. Yeah, and she's just, just like, that's yeah. not how it works. That whole family has been like, vote for Kanye, and they're like making merch and s- promoting it to their tens of millions of followers. It's so irresponsible. And then, so for her to say, like, now that I have your attention, vote, like, no, stop it. 
just generally stop it. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's unnecessary. It really is. Yeah, and then included with that birthday, it doesn't, it doesn't end there. It it doesn't end there because the very next day, she got surprised with a hologram um, of her late father, Robert Mm -hmm. Kardashian. Mm -hmm. And I just got to say, that is the creepiest thing I have ever Mm -hmm. watched. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like it's I guess it's a sweet sentiment, but it was so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It was really creepy. So yeah, so there was that that video of a full holo- full size hologram. I don't know what the size limits are for holograms, but it was a full like it was a person size. And yeah. he was saying stuff like, you know, that he's so proud of her. Um and that's, you know, it's, it's nice. Um, I know, I mean, she lost, like, she was young when he died. So I guess that's nice. But it's just, it's creepy. Um, and because you pointed out what it had him say about Kanye. Yeah, he yeah. like, at, towards the end of it, because I did watch the full, full length <laughs> video um, of what Kim posted. And towards the end, um, he said that, Kanye was the most, most, like he said most, I think four times before he oh, said the wow. most genius man. And that's when I knew these were all Kanye's words. Yeah. It's, there's just, there's the, there's a, holograms are weird, you know? Yeah. It is weird. Um, yeah. And I feel like, I mean, if that happens, you should probably just keep it to yourself. That's yeah. seems pretty it's, private it's, and yeah. personal. It does. I wonder if Kanye was like, <laughs> he spent so much money on it. He's like, we're going to get the Instagram money. <laughs> we're going to get our money back from you posting it. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. Probably trying to get people to think he's like this, like, so sweet caring person yeah and we don't know what their relationship is like hopefully that is their relationship but it's weird also i remember hearing or reading um i think around when the um american crime story season came out with about oj Mm -hmm. that um robert kardashian in life said one time that he was he would be upset or disappointed or whatever if his daughters married uh black men so i don't know if that's just been erased from their their memory i mean it is pretty uh gross um yeah but the fact is is that kanye is a black man so i don't know if robert kardashian would think he's a genius um maybe he would have changed his mind by now i don't know but there's just, there's that layer to it, too. I, I, it's just, it's weird. It It is really weird, especially, well, because, like, also Kanye's never met him. Um, yeah. I don't know. To make a hologram of someone you've never met and to essentially put words into their mouths is, like, yeah. um, kind of just weird. It is weird. <laughs> it would have been better if he just said a speech for Kim, you know? I feel yeah. like to make or, it sweeter. Or take 
like or home videos or have someone or, or, or put in writings that Robert actually wrote about his daughters. Yeah. Like I'm sure that there's records somewhere of either him writing about his kids or talking about his kids. Mm-hmm. Could have kind of done a compilation of those and had the hologram say it. Um, so actual words that, that her dad said. Yeah, like like home videos. Like you were taught yeah. you were like telling me about this before, but like he also in that video didn't really mention his other kids. Like he mentioned their names toward the end. So yeah. and like his other kids were present there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's weird. All right, shall we move on? Yeah. Um, well, moving on from this tone deaf celebrity, let's talk about a celebrity who really just we love her. We mm-hmm. love her, mm-hmm. and she just gives so much to us. Um, Chrissy Teigen, this past weekend, shared a very emotional um, and personal essay about her loss, which we talked about in our first podcast about her losing her um, third child through um, miscarriage, mm-hmm. I believe, or complications with her pregnancy. And she... Yeah, she released this essay about it and how she felt, and it was really just so sad. Um, yeah, any thoughts? Yeah, um, I think it was. I, I think it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she posted on Medium dot com, so mm-hmm. it's like a. I don't know. It's it's less formal than yeah. certain venues would have been, um, and it was definitely written in her voice rather than a more formal piece, which I think suited the, um, the, the site. Um, yeah. And it was just really honest, um, talking about her feelings and also honoring John's feelings, her husband, Mm -hmm. um, you know, acknowledging that they're both going through this process of grief. Um, it was yeah, it was really good, and I and I think it's so important because and I think we talked about this last week, um, because it it gives a voice to such a common occurrence. Unfortunately, it's so um, mm-hmm. very common. So I think it's really powerful that she's acknowledging what happened and talking about it in such a way with her um, audience, her large following. Um, I think it's yeah. I just think it's really good. Yeah, I even saw that um, even Hillary Clinton, like, I think, tweeted, um, retweeted it, talking about, you know, how brave she was to, you know, talk about something like that. Because it is, it's like, no one really talks about that on, especially social media, because social media is such like a highlight reel Mm -hmm. of people's lives. Um, And to talk about something that, you know, isn't really a highlight, it's just, it is, it's really courageous. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And she really, uh, what I really liked towards the end was that she talked about how this was meant for people who had gone through the same thing or are going through the same thing or might go through the same thing and not for like anyone else. I really appreciated that because, you know, a lot of people like to send her hate, you know, for sharing something like that. So, yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. So we send her support. And love. We love her. We do. In this house. In this, yeah, <laughs> in our shared house. So moving from that um, to a, I guess, to a lighter territory, um, we have this week uh, Liam Payne 
formerly of One Direction, as we established, um, I'm a One Direction fan. Uh, Liam released a new song, I believe yesterday was when it officially came out, but he's been kind of teasing it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not being received well. Um, it's a Christmas song, it's called Naughty List, and um, it's featuring uh, TikTok star Dixie D'Amelio. Um, she is 18, he is 27, and as one might be able to uh, guess from the title, it's, a, it's less of a wholesome Christmas song. Um, and it just, it's, it's, a, it's a little creepy. Yeah, I haven't listened to all of it. I like saw the clip that you sent me um, that they posted. And um, I was, I'm really, I love Christmas. I'm excited for Christmas, but um, I'm not really. Yes, tomorrow is Christmas. Tomorrow is Christmas, November um, 1st. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is very on brand for Liam's oh, content, I would unfortunately. say. Unfortunately. Um, you know, but I think what's most shocking is that Dixie oh, D'Amelio is featured on it. It's the worst part. Yeah, because she is young. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She is really young. And also, um, it, it's just it's just so much. It's just so much about how much he wants the views. Yes. Because she's not even, I mean, she's very well known on TikTok. Um, she is. And her sister. She and her, her sister. sister. Famous. Yes, they're TikTok stars, if yes. you will. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I'm sorry, she's 19. I just, sorry. <laughs> well, still, she's so young. Yes. Um, I think she she probably just turned 19. Is that wrong? August 12th. Like that's is that my birthday? birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never seen you in the same room. well okay so um yeah so let's talk about the age thing it's creepy um he's 27 and i don't know if i was thinking about this earlier and i don't know if it's because he had to leave school when he was um, (laughs) 17 um and that he never really kind of got a chance to mature in the traditional sense of finishing high school, going to college, that whole transition. Um, I don't know if he thinks he's younger than he is, but, or feels younger than he is. But the fact is, is that he's almost 30 and she's not, she's just 19. And um, unfortunately, Liam has a history of being a little creepy. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, so he's currently engaged, uh, I think, to another 19-year-old. I don't believe she's turned 20. Um, we, can, we can have our fact-checkers check that. Yeah, um, we, can, we can confirm Which is that. also called me right now. Hang on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. She is 20. Yeah, so she's about to turn 21. Um, still, though, that's creepy, um, especially because in that relationship, they first met um, when she was a fan in 2015, um, which means she was 15. And, um, I don't think that they like kept talking, but still there's, there's a definite, um, 
power imbalance there that is not something to overlook, I think. Um, and of course, I do not know their relationship. Um, but that's just creepy, I think. And especially because, I mean, like, it's not like a seven-year age difference is the end of the world. But mm-hmm. when, she, when she's so young, it's, it's not the same as, like, if they were in, even in their 30s. Um, yeah. Because she just, she just has a whole life to live. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, with Dixie, too, like, what they're, they're singing about, think, like, it's not appropriate. Yeah, know, like, especially she, for Christmas. Like, we all know Christmas yeah. songs as being so wholesome, you know? It's yeah. Like, it's a family, like, holiday kind and of thing. And there's certainly ones that aren't as wholesome. Mm-hmm. But they're sung by adults. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saw someone, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I just, I just like, you know, nice Christmas music. Like, I don't want to really listen in the car with my family to some naughty list, um, Christmas songs. And I saw it described as, um, an excuse to put Christmas bells over a computerized beat. And I think that's 100% what it is. And also, you touched on this earlier. (laughs) It's 100% a way to get the song up in the charts by using a TikTok star because that is what artists have been doing because the charts are recognizing TikTok, like the use of the sound in TikToks as plays. So that is the whole point. That's why their songs come out with like dance instructions so that people Mm -hmm. use it a lot because they're doing the little dance. It's the same thing. He's using a TikTok star to sing on the track so that she promotes it to her millions of followers so that it gets a lot of plays so that they both make money and it's creepy still. (laughs) So there's two factors as to why it's creepy and it's the age and it's just the, the corporatism of it. Like it just feels very gross. Yeah. It's very much like he's using her. He knows. Yeah. He notices their fame and they're like, power essentially on tiktok and they're they're capable of making you know this song like a thing mm-hmm. and it's just i don't know yeah it takes away from like the meaning of making music you know mm-hmm. making music is like for people to enjoy and mm-hmm. you know to make songs that you enjoy making and it's just yeah. like to kind of just feel like it's just being made to like I don't know, just to get, like, the, to get on the charts. Yeah. And people in his comments are, like, pointing that out, too. They're like, not Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just creepy. I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way. Um, yeah. And, I mean, like you said, like, Liam has a good voice. He's capable yes. of, like, doing, you know, amazing songs. It's kind of, like, sad that he thinks that he needs to, like – you know, do these other things, like, get a TikTok star, or, like, write a song that's, you know, a little controversial to get attention, you know, when it's, yeah. like, he could really use his voice to create music that's, re- that resonates with a lot of people. A hundred percent. He could do, like, a Michael Buble thing. I think I could see him doing... I love Michael Buble. Yes. <laughs> I could see him doing, like, the old standards, you know, yeah. and as an album. It wouldn't be necessarily as, you know, pushing the envelope as much or at all but I think he could do it I think he could make money he has a voice for it and it's not creepy 
Yeah. Um, I mean, even Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, like, they released Christmas albums with classic Christmas music. Yeah. Um, like, Justin Bieber, he did All I Want for Christmas, which is a classic Mariah Carey. And Ariana Grande did Last Christmas, another classic. They both redid these songs in, like, their own way. So, you know, it artists can do it. So. Yeah. I wish he would. And I've said that for years. Mm-hmm. I wish I well I wish all of the One Direction boys would do. Well, I was gonna Christmas yeah I was gonna ask that. Did they ever come out with a Christmas no, album? No, they never did, and it still makes me so mad. So I always <laughs> wanted it, um, and they never did. <laughs> they never did a Christmas album, and I so wish they did. Okay. Anyways, so speaking of music, to follow along with that, some artists have come out with new music already. Ariana, like we talked about in our last podcast, she finally came out with her album. And um, the Jonas Brothers also, wow, they came out with a Christmas song that's not inappropriate. Um, I haven't listened to all of it, but Sophie was like raving about it on her Instagram. And apparently it's really good. Great. And also, Sam Smith came out with an album. Yes. So, I actually, I listened to Ariana Grande's, some of her album. I didn't get to finish all of it. And then some of Sam Smith's. I think they're, they're fitting for the season, I feel like. Uh-huh. They're, yeah, fall, Great. you know, cold weather kind of type music. Not too poppy. Love I that. am a musical genius. Um. <laughs> yes, we are professional <laughs> musicians and music critics. So this is great. Um, yeah, I I know that um, Harry Ghost wrote on Obvious, I believe the song is called, from Ariana's new um, album. So I did listen to that and nothing else. Um, oh, my God. But I thought it was nice. <laughs> um, speaking of Harry, he released the music video for Golden on Monday. And I love it. Um, we were so excited last pod. And I actually watched the premiere because I stumbled upon it on YouTube that it was like premiering on YouTube. So I watched it from the get-go. And it's really good. It's him running around uh, in Italy looking very pretty. He's on the Amalfi Coast singing about Golden. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's really nice. I think it's his fa- my favorite um music video that he's done he just looks like he's having a grand old time it's also gorgeous because it's in italy yeah um yeah yeah i liked it it was visually appealing even though he was just running and singing at the same time yeah (laughs) and he was really pretty it was pretty it's very soft yeah yeah it fits the title i mean golden it looks yeah yeah looked pretty much like the whole time was golden hour so and the song like the vibes of the song. I think it fit the vibes very well. (laughs) (laughs) So next we want to talk about the uh, TikTok video now deleted um, that was posted by a friend of Sasha Obama and featured Sasha as well. Um, And they were just having fun. They were doing the lips, like a lip sync to um, City Girls, right? That's the song to to a popular song um, that's on TikTok. Um, and it had to be deleted because people found it and realized that it was Sasha Obama 
just having fun. She was just having fun. Yeah, she was just singing to the song, and people took it like it's such an explicit song. She shouldn't be singing that, you know. I, like I was seeing comments like that, and I thought it was just—it's ridiculous because she's she's what she's still a teenager. I'm pretty sure. Um, and like I don't know—is she like twenty? Okay, well she's still fairly young, exactly. and she's still fairly yeah. young. And like, yeah, let her live, enjoy her life, and she's really not. She's singing a song. Like, yeah, I don't know. And it wasn't I don't know. People, I mean, she wasn't yeah. like moving. Like, she wasn't she just doing anything like, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. she's having I don't know. fun. People critique them so much. Yeah, um, to think that they should be these perfect like people because they were the president's daughters. Yeah, were the key. The key word being yeah. were. Yeah, even if they were like you know their whole lives like daughters to a president it's like that doesn't like mean that they should be these perfect people all the time like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's so it did it had to unfortunately be taken down like i do i feel so bad for them you yeah know? they just want to live their lives yeah there i had seen it um in context in the tweet that someone tweeted and they were like not miss sasha obama and I was looking through the comments and people at the time were saying like, we're saying like, take this down. Like, this is her personal business. Take it down. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind of taken aback because I was like, no, she's just having fun. We're appreciating that. And then I remembered the internet is awful and yeah. it's unfortunately ended up having to be taken down. It is so sad because she is our age and it's like the internet yeah. is part of our lives. Yeah, like a big fun. part of our lives. Ugh. So the, the fact that she can't like openly just enjoy being online just sucks. It does. Justice for Sasha Obama. <laughs> um, and then as we come to our wrapping up of our session, the last one that we want to talk about is Camila and Sean. Is it yes, I'm pretty sure you're correct. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, because yeah. I have friends who, like, pronounce Camilla, like, Camilla, right. not Camila. Yeah. So, sorry so. if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so they've been in quarantine. So something that came up on our timelines that was trending for a bit was Sean talking about quarantine with Camila. Yeah, Sean Mendez. Yeah, Sean Mendez. Singer. Camila Cabello, um, quote unquote dating. Um, some for some reason, some outlet felt the need to publish um, a story about how they're they're loving their life in quarantine together. I really feel like they're just running out of things to talk about because everyone's in quarantine. Because like, who cares? How is that contract <laughs> not up? I'll say it. <laughs> Our theory is that they're not dating. Yeah, our, we're convinced that they're not actually a thing. They've been, um, um, what's it called, on PR for their song, Senorita, for the past yeah. um, couple of years. Senorita came out in 2018, didn't it? Came out a while ago, yeah, maybe. I think so. Uh-huh. And, I mean, from the start, I, do you remember that article that, came, that was released early before, like, the, v, the VMAs, I think? Mm -hmm. when they were going to perform and the article was posted that was like Sean and Camila like you know wow with their steamy performance and it hadn't happened 
that was a moment in history um that oh, told me that it's all fake right like because why would you have like why would their PR people need them to have that in the pipeline you know yeah definitely felt it's a publicity thing and so we just feel like it's it's still a publicity thing yeah it's definitely. like who cares at this point like I know I don't know I mean we're not in their fan fit their fandoms but does anyone care do they do <laughs> care about the also, other like been together so why do you need to like like it's a big thing like oh my god they're like quarantined together yeah they've been quarantined i it's yeah. been how long has it been now like seven months it's been a while <laughs> yeah wrapping up um instagram things that happened this week first of all we've got um blake lively and uh noted husband ryan reynolds um, both posting about voting, which is great. Ryan is Ryan's first time voting. He's uh, Canadian by birth, but I guess he got naturalized so that he could vote. Um, and they both posted the same set of pictures. In Ryan's, which was posted first, Blake is is barefoot, and in Blake's, which is posted second, she is not. So she um, or someone on her team, at some someone, uh, drew on heels on her and then second um robert downey jr this connects to the chris pratt thing from last week um robert downey jr in his post defending chris pratt of the two of them um it's a picture of them on set uh for the last avengers movie and it came out this week like someone kind of figured it out i think it was a buzzfeed article that i saw um that he he cut out Tom Holland. That the picture that he posted with the two of them had Tom Holland in it and was posted the same picture with Tom Holland on multiple places when it happened, when the, the Avengers movie came out. Um and if you look you can see where they edited out Tom Holland. Um yeah, thoughts on these stories? I mean <laughs> The editing. I really, I wish to be a part of these editing teams for these celebrities so badly. <laughs> first of so all, much better. <laughs> oh my god! But it's just funny for the Robert Downey Jr. one. Like, I can't believe he couldn't find a picture of them together. Um, no, of just them. So you're um, really gonna defend him, even though you don't have a picture <laughs> of you guys just together. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. And then for the Blake Lively thing, um, yeah, we investigated this a bit and we thought she did it with the impression that nobody else would notice, but she did post on her story, like other people doing the same thing. So it was a nice little joke. Um, I yeah. really love the touch of tagging um, Louboutin. Yes. So the drawn on <laughs> shoes, you can see a sliver of red bottom on one of them. And so she tagged Louboutin. <laughs> she did tag Louboutin. <laughs> I, love I her. enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that the two of them laugh at themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Light energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's that wraps up uh week or episode three of the Chaotic Queens podcast. Woohoo! We are now on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Wow, I was so excited about that. Um, as well as Spotify, of course. And 
Um, yeah, so our socials, if you want to follow them, our Twitter, it's at Queens Chaotic, and Instagram, it's at Chaotic Queens Pod. Um, we have fun over there. And um, yeah, this is coming out on um, Monday, November 2nd, which means that tomorrow is Tuesday, November 3rd. It is election day in America. And we, we, we have already voted. And to be clear, millions of people have already voted, but mm-hmm. it is officially election day tomorrow. And <laughs> the Chaotic Queens podcast officially endorses Joe Biden for president and Kamala Harris for vice president. We do approve this message. Also, as Kim Kardashian says, now that we got your attention, please vote. Vote. (laughs) If you're allowed to, please vote. (laughs) We would appreciate it. Okay. Um, Bye. Bye. (laughs)